Hey, hey friends, it is Monday, which means that I have a very tangible, very specific episode for you today focused on helping you grow your online coaching business. Now, as you know, the very first platform that I started to show up on to grow my coaching business years ago, it was Instagram. And I love Instagram. I think Instagram is an amazing platform. It's an amazing tool to grow an online coaching business for many reasons, but I digress. Um, Instagram, although it is amazing though, it does have its problems. And for a lot of people, their Instagram engagement lately has tanked, like completely fell through the floor. And so I've been experimenting with different ways to show up on Instagram now that the Instagram algorithm has changed and shifted, uh, because let's be honest, adapt and overcome is the name of the game, my friends. I am like fully convinced that one of the biggest factors in an entrepreneur being financially successful is their ability to problem solve, to adapt, to overcome to the situation and to push through. And there is a strategy that I've been implementing, um, or I, I implemented earlier this year, and it, to be honest, it is controversial. <laughs> but man, let me tell you, it is a strategy that works. It is a strategy that has boosted my engagement on Instagram, and I am gonna share it with you inside of this episode. Let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. So it is no secret that Instagram has changed. Okay, let's just be honest about that. It is 2022 and Instagram is a much different platform than it was back in 2018. And the reason for that really is that Instagram is trying to keep up with other social media apps. They're trying, they're trying to stay competitive. Um, if you didn't know, Instagram stories that we watch every day, that idea came from Snapchat. The Instagram reels that are really coming about right now, that came from TikTok. Instagram is really trying to keep up with their competitors. And honestly, a lot of people are grumpy about it. Specifically, people who use Instagram to make money, like, like you and me, like we use the platform to generate income, to market our services, and to, um, as a way to bring an income for our family. Like, like those are really the people that I've seen be kind of frustrated with the app. 
And the reason that people are grumpy, well, there's there's many reasons why people are grumpy with Instagram, but one of the main reasons is Instagram engagement is much lower than it used to be. And so I want to just quickly define what do I mean by Instagram engagement? So Instagram engagement is the back and forth interaction between you and the people who follow you. Now, the reason why this is so important is because Instagram engagement is really closely related to how deep of a relationship you have with your audience. And if you know anything about business, then you know business is all about relationships. I know that you've heard this phrase, the know, like, and trust factor. Like if people are going to invest in you, they first have to know you. They have to know that you exist. They have to like you enough to uh, be intrigued by your content and be intrigued by the offer that you have. And they have to trust you enough in order to hand over their credit card in order to invest in your coaching services. There has to be some level of foundational relationship between you and your audience. Now, one of the reasons that Instagram engagement is down right now is because the algorithm has changed in such a way to where for most people, a very small percentage of your audience, of your total audience is actually seeing your content. So if you have like a thousand followers, it may be that only a hundred of them are actually seeing the things that you're posting. Now, it used to be that the feed was in chronological order. And so everything um, that you created, everybody that followed you saw it. Like, Like everybody that followed you saw everything you posted. It was almost like guaranteed that the content that you were spending hours creating and pouring into was actually going to be seen by your audience. And it's not that way anymore. Now, like I said, a very small percentage of your followers will actually see the content that you post. Now, this is a problem for two reasons. A, people can't engage with you if they aren't seeing your content. Okay, that's that's just like, that's, that's one plus one equals two. That's a problem. Now, B, if people aren't seeing your content, then they're probably also not seeing you talk about your coaching services. And it is impossible for someone to invest in your coaching services if they do not know that your coaching services even exist. Now, as a Christian and as a believer in this space, I believe that we need to lead with faith first. Meaning, strategy alone is not what we should be reliant on. I saw this post made by Pastor Michael Todd a few weeks ago. If you don't know him, he's the pastor of Transformation Church, an amazing um, speaker, very Holy Spirit um, filled man. Go follow him, go watch Transformation Church. Um, And he made this post and and it said, God will make you succeed in an area that is rigged for your failure. And when I saw that, I instantly was thinking of all the online coaches that right now are panicking, thinking, oh my gosh, my entire business is going to fall apart because the Instagram algorithm is like all jacked up and like nobody's seeing my content and I'm going to fail. Like as if the power of the Lord wasn't going to be enough to like overcome the Instagram algorithm. I want you to know that if God called you to start the business, then he has already prepared the clients and no algorithm is going to change that. 
No plans of the enemy, no matter how big or small, whether it's an Instagram algorithm or like deep spiritual warfare, no plans of the enemy are going to thwart God's beautiful plans for you. And that goes for your business as well. So we have to believe as Christian entrepreneurs, as Christian business owners, that God is going to position us in front of the people that we are meant to serve. We have to have the faith to believe that. Now, alongside of that faith, we can also use strategy because faith without works is dead. So we partner faith with action. And so today I want to share with you one strategy that I started using earlier this year that has boosted my engagement on Instagram. And forewarning friend, it is controversial. (laughs) Some of you may hear this and be like, I cannot actually believe that she is suggesting this, but either way, let's just dive in. So the Instagram strategy that I have been using to boost my engagement on Instagram is this. I went through all of my followers. And at the time, earlier this year, when I started this, I had over 2000 followers. I went through all of my followers and I removed anyone that was not an ideal client, was not a family member, was not a friend, or was no longer an active account. Now my follower count, when I did that, it went from over 2000 people to just under 400 people. Now, if you look at my Instagram, like right here, right now, you'll see that I have like, I think about 475 people following, give or take, depending upon the day that you uh, listen to this episode. But at the time when I initially did this exercise, it had dropped to, I think, just under 400 people. So think about that. I went from over 2000 people, which is not like, it's not a big account by any means, but it's bigger than the average account on Instagram. Like there was like, there was a little bit of like, you know, puff in my chest that I had to that. I was like, you know, I'm, I surely don't have 2000, like 10,000 people, but like 2000 people, like it's not like a, like an itty bitty teeny tiny, but like people knew a little bit, like, like a little bit of clout to that. And you might be thinking, Cami, like, um, hi, what, why would you do that? Why would you willingly intentionally make your own follower account drop from over 2000 to just under 400 people? Why would you do that? Here's why. Of the 2,000 plus people that were following me, about 1,500 of them were not the people that I was meant to connect with. And by holding on to them as followers, I was diluting the effectiveness of my message and my ability to actually get my content in front of the person that I was meant to serve. My content was not, it was not getting in front of the people that needed to see it because I had this crowd of followers that yeah, made my follower account look good, but they were actually like blocking the view of the people that actually needed to see the content. So you know, like when you're standing at a concert and you're like down on the floor and you're really trying to see the stage, but maybe you're like me and you're only five, six. And if there is anybody above five, six standing in front of you, you can't see what's happening. That's kind of like how I imagine this. There were people in my followers that like needed to see the stage. They were, they needed to see the content, but because I had all of this other crowd of people that were not ideal clients, they were not family members. They were not friends. They were just random people they were blocking the view of the people that actually needed to see my content. 
And also because of that, Instagram was confused on who to show my content to. Because by the way, you can teach Instagram who your account is for, who your content is for, based upon who are the people that already follow you. So yeah, it looked really cool for me to have over 2,000 followers, but the quality of the followers, were my followers actually people that needed my help and my services and would gain value from my content? No. So I removed them. (laughs) And here's what happened when I removed them. I intentionally and purposefully lost 1,500 followers. Again, I removed followers that were not an ideal client. They were not a family member. They were not a friend and they were, or they were no longer an active account. In other words, like if you're a family member of mine, if you're a friend of mine, like if I know you personally and we like have a relationship, like in real life, like I didn't remove you. (laughs) I removed random people that I didn't know. And because I did that now, a huge percentage of my followers are ideal clients. I don't have as many followers, but the followers I do have, they are the people that I want to work with. They're the people that I was meant to serve. And because a huge percentage of my followers are ideal clients, which for me is other online coaches, it is now teaching Instagram who to show my content to and who my account is for, which means that like Instagram is now more likely to recommend my account to other coaches because I've shown Instagram by getting super specific with who my followers are, who my account and who my content is for. It's like teaching Instagram who to market your account to. Now I have always said that I'd rather have 300 people follow me who are all ideal clients then 3,000 people follow me that don't need any of my services. And I used to say that like way back in the day, like when I had 2,000 followers. And back a few months ago, several months ago, when I was thinking about using this strategy and thinking about removing followers, it was almost like the Lord reminded me that this was something that I had said. Like, hey, Cammie, remember when you said that you'd rather have 300 people follow you that were all ideal clients than 3,000 people who didn't need your services but just made it look like you had a big follower account? Remember when you said that? And it was like, in that moment, it was like, okay, Cammie, are you going to actually walk the walk or are you just gonna talk the talk? Now, I have heard people say over and over, follower count doesn't matter. And that is true. It does not matter. But man, does it feel good to have lots of people follow you? Like, am I right? And do you know why that is? Because it feeds our ego. It feeds our flesh. It makes us feel good. It makes us feel important. But what I came to realize is I don't want to place my value on my follower count. My value is secure in Christ. He has given me an assignment to go out and to serve his daughters, other women in business, other women coaches, other women who have been called to build this coaching business. He has told me to go out and teach them how to build up their businesses, teach them how to get more clients without playing the Instagram algorithm games so that they can be a blessing to their clients, be a blessing to their family financially, and be able to stay home with their kids. That's my assignment. And if I am too caught up on a vanity metric and it's getting in the way of me reaching the person that I am called to reach, then it has become an idol. So friend, I challenge you to go through your followers 
and start to remove people that are not an ideal client, they're not a family member, they're not a friend, or maybe they're just no longer an active account. And now you might be thinking, that is so mean, Cammie, like that's mean. Let me tell you this, it's not mean. It is an outward action reflecting an inward commitment that you are here on Instagram building your business for a reason. You are on mission. And that mission doesn't include inflating our ego by seeing how high our follower count can get at the expense of our assignment. Now, that doesn't mean that it's bad to have a lot of followers. Like, please do not mishear me. Of course, it is not bad to have a lot of followers. If the Lord chooses to give you influence over thousands of people, then amazing. But let's not lose sight of why we are here, why we're building these businesses, why we are on Instagram sharing content, sharing value in the first place, who we are meant to serve through our coaching. Like, let's not forget that. So friend, my homework assignment for you is this. After this episode, I want you to start going through your followers and removing people that are not an ideal client, they're not a family member, they're not a friend, and or they're not they're no longer an active account. Now, you don't need to do this like all in one day. Like you don't need to block out 8 hours to do this because for many of you this is going to take several hours because maybe you are a person that right here right now you have thousands of followers and thousands of people to sift through. Maybe you do this for 10 minutes a day until you have sorted through your followers and only left the people that you are truly here meant to serve. And of course, like leave your family and friends as followers, okay? We're not here to like start any feuds. But I promise you this, as you are doing this this assignment, this exercise, you're going to notice a lot of baggage that was hanging out in your follower account. And I don't mean to like call people baggage. I'm reflecting back to, I'm referring to the fact that we're holding on to something that isn't actually real. Like all the accounts that are following you, like some of them are just so random. And honestly, some of them may not even be real people. Like you probably have bots that are following you that are making up the follower account that we idolize so much. And this is called a facade. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm like, I I hope I'm saying that right. A facade. Now I looked up what a facade is, and this is from the Collins Dictionary. I thought this was so good. A facade is an outward appearance, which is deliberately false and gives you a wrong impression about someone or something. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want my business to be a facade. I want it to be real. I want it to be authentic. I want my business to reflect the kingdom of heaven because I am here on mission. And maybe that means that some people won't want to work with me or won't want to have me on their podcast or or won't think that I'm qualified enough to coach them because I don't have a high follower count. But let me tell you what, I cannot look to other people for validation on what God has called me to do. I am anointed for this work, not because thousands of people follow me, but because God has called me. And that same statement is true for you. And also a side note to that, the sales numbers that I have closed can speak for themselves. Like the sales and marketing strategy that the Lord has allowed to be downloaded into me 
can be seen as evidence in my work. You can't hide that. I may have less than 500 followers, but God has still allowed me to close over $125,000 on Instagram. And that is real. That's not a facade. Kingdom math doesn't add up. And I love that the Lord can take a small following like mine and make a big impact, not only in the lives of my clients, but in the financials of my family. So friend, if this episode spoke to you today and you've decided that you're going to try this engagement strategy for yourself and start sifting through your followers, I would love to know. Now, remember, you don't need to sit down and do this all in one day. Maybe you just start by taking 10 minutes a day and just sifting through, sorting through your followers, removing anybody that was not an ideal client, not a family member, not a friend, or is no longer an active account. I would love to know. Okay, please come tell me, come tell me that you're going to do this experiment along with me. Now, there are two places where you can come hang out with me and let me know that you're going to try this experiment for yourself. One is a Facebook community. I have my private Facebook community where there's a whole bunch of kingdom led women building businesses. And we invite you to come into the space with us. The link to that Facebook community is down in the show notes. The other place that I hang out at a lot, of course, is Instagram. You come follow me. My handle is at cami.wilkie. Let me spell that for you. C-A-M-I-E dot W-I-L-K-E. Come hang out with me. Click the follow button and slide into my DMs. They're always open. I would love to know how this episode spoke to you. And if you've decided to try for yourself to sift through your followers and really make sure that the people that are following you are either a family member, a friend, or the person that you are truly here meant to serve in your coaching business. I love you, friend, and I'll see you on Thursday. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode, or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.